0: Hey, beautiful people, welcome to the BU Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Von Breder. Hey, you guys. So I had so much fun talking with Sam Starnes. She's an adventure elopement photographer and author of Elope Your Life. As a recent bride, I really related to the pressure of planning a wedding, and I love her concept of eloping your life. And this episode isn't just about getting married. It's also about really living authentically. I hope you enjoy our conversation and the special guest appearance in the background of my dog, Cypher, barking. Enjoy. Before we get into the show, I wanted to take a moment to share how I host my podcast using Anchor. It's free and easy to use. You can record and edit using your phone or computer, and then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. It's super easy to use, and they do the work for you. I highly recommend using Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, on to the show.
1: All right, Sam. Will you tell us about yourself and who you are? Yeah. So my name is Sam uh, or Samantha. If you're mad at me, I always like to say that. Um, <laughs> I think it's probably a lame dad joke, and that I'm I'm not as cool as I think I am. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, <laughs> am, <laughs> um, I am an adventure elopement photographer. I'm based out of Oregon, um, and I have been doing weddings uh, part time since. 2013, 2014, but really jumped full time into weddings in about 2016 uh, and quickly transitioned to just doing adventurous elopements and intimate weddings um, and really empowering people to do whatever they want to do on their wedding day.
0: That's awesome. Uh, so tell me a little bit about how you got into being more adventure and elopement weddings.
1: Yeah, so. Uh, oddly enough, I um, I got into all of this because I got married uh, and in my engagement and wedding season of my life and me and my husband's life, we we really had some issues with planning and I looked at him multiple times and I said, listen uh, if you want to elope to Vegas or, or elope to, um, Maui, we had planned a trip before the engagement even happened to Maui. That was actually going to happen about a month and a half before our wedding. I said, Hey, if you want to elope there, I'm, I'm down with it. Uh, he's he's (laughs) like, you know, I, we have family and they would be really mad. And, all this stuff. So, um, we ended up having the wedding and going and going through with that type of wedding Mm -hmm. with about a hundred people. I think we invited about 130 and I, after my wedding, um, we went home and I cried. Uh, I was actually taking the pins out of my hair and sitting in our living room and crying, um, because of just how stressful the day was and how it wasn't us and how like there were people there that weren't big fans of me, but we felt obligated to invite and they you know showed up and weren't very kind or anything like that so oh my gosh (laughs) yeah yeah it was like it was a lot of guest drama and I know a lot of people experience that and so it wasn't until I photographed um a a beautiful woman Anna uh, and we she had hired me for a wedding and we were talking and she really just didn't feel excited about the wedding and we had gotten to digging a little deeper into the raisins and we discovered she would rather just have a small wedding at a waterfall with like five people yeah. and I, I told her why don't you um, and she went oh my gosh I didn't realize this was possible and she immediately got excited you could hear it in her voice and that was the first time when I realized oh my goodness there are other people like me who don't feel like a big wedding is for them, but because Mm -hmm. of all this societal pressure and this family pressure and these societal norms and expectations, people don't feel like they have another choice. And so, you know, it really was a full 180 shift for me at that point. And I started focusing just on intimate weddings and elopements and hopefully, you know, empowering people to do what they want to do because it is their day and it's representative of their relationship.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. That's, it's just so unfortunate that like you had, you know, a bad experience with your own wedding because it's supposed to be like <laughs> the best day of your life and for you to right. feel like not great about it. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh. But it's so true. Um, I actually was supposed to get married in May, 2020 and COVID happened right. and <laughs> like, you know, it's kind of funny because, not that I didn't want like a big wedding. um, But some parts of me were like, Oh, it would be kind of nice to just like, not have to deal with all this planning stuff. And yeah, like we found a venue that like took care of a lot of the planning. So it was like a huge relief, but I still felt so much pressure. And so we actually um, just ended up having we still got married, but just had our parents there. And it ended up being like, the best day ever. Like I loved it. And, you know, we're still, you know, we were thinking about having, um, just redoing it in 2021, but now we're just kind of like, ah, well, we're already married and you know, that day was pretty great. Let's have like a party in a few years to celebrate an anniversary. Um, yeah. And so I just, you know, before I wouldn't have actually thought of like actually eloping. And I feel like I kind of like accidentally did, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's like, you know, COVID kind of helps me out, but I'm curious about like, once you switched from, um, doing just like, uh, typical weddings to more elopements and adventure, like, did you notice a shift in people's energy?
1: You know, it's really interesting. Um, I, you know, I've worked with brides and grooms for traditional weddings and it has always been. A little bit more transactional. Uh, And not to say that I desired that transactional aspect, but it's very much a, okay, so we need to hire a photographer, we need to hire a planner, we need to hire all these people. And there's not a ton of interaction and collaboration and, and things like that. Um, So working with my couples, I tend to find that they're a little bit easier going because now that all of this stress of what you should do and who you should invite and how many table settings and where everybody should sit and all the things, yeah. uh, once once that's out the window, they're like, I'm ready to have like a kick-ass day. Can I say kick-ass on here? Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm ready to have a kick-ass day and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see how that comes to fruition. And so I, I tend to see a little bit more, um, excitement on a different level, not like they're more or less excited, but a different kind of excited and a little bit more openness to having an unconventional day because they really want something that is non-traditional that really speaks to their relationship and, and who they are. Yeah.
0: I love it. And so tell me, um, before you like really get into it, what do you see as eloping actually mean? Cause I feel like it used to be like, you know, you just kind of like went to a courthouse and eloped and that's all it was. Right. It's like that or a huge wedding. So what, what does it actually look like these days?
1: Right, so that's a really, really good question. When when people think of eloping, especially if they've got a mindset of more traditional, um, larger weddings, traditional venue, all those things, they think of eloping as like running away, shame, uh, a shotgun yeah. wedding, a disapproval from parents, all this stuff. And, you know, it really isn't that anymore um, for the most part. You know, there are those, those people that feel compelled to do that because of disapproval or shame or whatnot um, and go to the courthouse because they feel like that's their only option. But mm-hmm. I see elopements in general right now, um, and this is how I put it to everybody Pretty succinctly, eloping isn't about running away from something anymore, it's about mm-hmm. running to something, and that mm-hmm. too, that something is your relationship, who you guys are and what represents you as a couple and how you want to live your life going forward. And so when people think of it that way, they're like, "Oh, so they start thinking, this day can really like be about us. We can do some cool stuff." And I'm yeah. like, yes, welcome, welcome to the dark side.") <laughs> that's so awesome I love like running to something
0: because I mean you know like your wedding is about you getting married and spending the rest of your life with your partner and you know weddings now are supposed to be this huge thing it's like uh, hardly about the couple themselves anymore because you have to be so considerate of you know the guests you have to invite and you know how it's gonna be and it's like you want everyone else to be happy when it's supposed to be your day
1: (laughs) right you know my husband says uh, my husband says weddings are like funerals they're for everybody but why the party was thrown in the first place you know why the event was thrown in the first place (laughs) and it sounds a little morbid but I mean not entirely untrue right yeah (laughs) It was like a little dark, but it's very true. Right. <laughs> right. And then it's
0: like, when you look at it like that, it's like, oh man, I, you know, want this to actually be for me.
1: <laughs> right. Not, yeah. not like my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say like 100% people think just because you're pro elopement means you're anti-big wedding. Um, mm-hmm. And while I'm, while I'm anti-big wedding, I'm anti-big wedding if the big wedding doesn't fit you. If you want to have like 200 people, obviously once COVID is over, um, I just dated, I just dated this recording, but, um, it once, you know, once COVID is over, if you want to have a 200 person soiree and look, you know, fine as heck and be bougie and have all the things, go for it like mm-hmm. I love dancing the cha-cha slide as much as the next person so um, you know it's really what is a, what represents you and what you guys want so if that's a big party cool but mm-hmm. it's just there's so many expectations of what it should be that people don't realize that if a big party's not your thing that's also a, a valid option to elope yeah
0: i like that you you know make that distinction of that like it's still okay if you want to have that big wedding but if it is actually for you and like what you want um and kind of like when you think about weddings you know we feel like we um need to follow certain expectations and we almost need like permission to actually have the wedding that we want like what do
1: you think about that like why do we feel like we need to have permission mm mm-hmm. um, I honestly think it comes down to partially the fact that mm, the vast majority of us on some level or another don't want to make people unhappy. <laughs> and when everyone is coming at you with, well, you're going to invite me, right? Or I can't wait to see you in a ball gown or, or, you know, anything that, that has to do with a wedding, you're like, crap, you know, am I, am I disappointing them? And, you know, I've really, I've really had a lot of time to think about this, and there's so many ways to describe it. Um, And, you know, people have these expectations of what a wedding, wedding should be. Um, And I think people deep down know that your wedding should be about you and your relationship. Um, And it's, it's not a far-jumped, to think, oh man, if someone doesn't approve of my wedding and what I do for my wedding, someone doesn't approve or doesn't like the relationship that my husband and I have and who Mm. we are as people. Like it's a really easy jump to make, whether you subconsciously Ah. realize it or consciously realize it. So when people start giving you all this input, you're like, you know, I don't want to disappoint them, but also like, Is it bad? Am I a bad person for not wanting this? And that's something we really have to look at and discover that we should be confident in ourselves because we're all unique and amazing individuals and no two weddings should look the same. So it's crazy what sort of permission we feel like we need, whether it's, you know, whether we truly need that permission or not is, is a whole another discussion, but I 100% understand the feeling of needing permission and, and wanting to please people and make sure people are happy and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. And I mean, with that, like, how do you kind of, um, how would you help people allow themselves to have that permission to do what they want and actually have the wedding they want?
1: hmm so there's there's a lot, and I think it takes the first step of wanting to have that smaller, intimate, adventurous elopement or small wedding. And you know, they're one of the coolest things I think it happens. Um, you, everyone is you know wanting to feel empowered, and I don't know, and I don't know how to feel that way, and I don't know if this is possible having an elopement, um, but. A cool thing happens when one person sees that another couple is eloping, they're like, oh my goodness, I could do this. You know, yeah. there are other people doing this and then they do it and they are unabashedly themselves and have this amazing elopement and then their images are shared and that inspires someone else and the the, the cycle keeps going. And so it's pretty amazing how just by being yourself, you can empower and inspire other people to elope and that's kind of what i do on another level of telling people all these options and giving them giving them this whole spread of essentially the world and saying these are these are things you can do on your wedding day pick what is true to you. I'm going to be in your corner 100%. I'm going to help you through all of this. Know that you have someone in your corner that wants you to have the best day ever, whatever that may look like. Um, And so it's kind of twofold. You know, I, I do it on that level, but everyone else has the power to empower other people just by being themselves. And I think that's an amazing thing that we need to give, you know, people credit for as well.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm all here for that. <laughs> and Yeah. I mean, I just really like that, you know, like that idea of like when someone, um, you know, when they first do it, then they share it with other people and then other people see it and then they do it. And it's just like, we're making it more of the norm to yeah. be able to have the type of wedding that you actually want. Um, and it can look completely different you know, based on you and your relationship with your partner and just whatever you want to do, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah. And so you wrote a book, Elope Your Life. Tell Mm -hmm. me more about that book.
1: Yeah. So I wrote the book, um, thinking, man, I wish there was a way to show everyone how unique and amazing they are, and help them through this process, whether, you know, they book me as a photographer or not, Um, and, you know, I have a mentor, like, I highly recommend for anybody, have a mentor, Um, anyone can have a mentor, there's always someone, you know, above you, or anyone can be a mentor, you know, there's always people wanting to learn, so um, I have a mentor, and he said, he looked at me and said, have you ever thought about writing a book? Um, and he kind of did for me what I do for other people. And sometimes it just takes that third person, you know, that that third yeah. party. Um, and I said, No, I hadn't even considered it. Um, and that sort of opened my mind to the possibility. And so I ended up writing and it it turned into what it was. And I I really love it. It's one part inspiration and empowerment with you know um how to really tell that you're unique and how to really believe that and and discover great things about yourself and be proud of them and then there's another part actionable items so things to do on your elopement day how to tell friends and family you're eloping really actionable things that you can do to help plan and then it's another part testimonials and you know experiences from a, a lot of couples that have eloped and them telling their story to to really show that anything is possible and to really further inspire people to, to do what they want.
0: Yeah. I love that. And so who is this book for? Who did you write this book for?
1: Yeah. Um, this book is really, I think the per- the people who will get the most out of it are going to be people considering eloping or knowing pretty sure that they they want to elope. But the beautiful thing is I've had so many people who are, you know, from people who run bridal boutique shops, uh, wedding dress shops to people who are already married, but want that inspiration of being yourself and, you know, having, having that confidence to use that in other aspects of their life. And so I truly think a lot of people can get something out of this. Um, There's even a chapter that my husband wrote at the very end for, um, uh, it's titled Manly Men, This is for You, (laughs) Uh, because it is, you know, it tackles that heteronormative sort of stereotype that, you know, cis hetero men are sort of pigeonholed into by being trained to not show emotions and, and all this stuff. So um, it's, it's really, everyone can find something out of it, but the, the people I think that will benefit the most are considering eloping or are pretty sure that they know they want to elope.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I started reading uh, your book after I got married and I was just, I was kind of like, Oh, I wish like I had known about this before. (laughs) But I do think that like, it was still like a really good read. Cause like, yeah, you've got that like empowering part. And I mean, and then if you have gotten married, um, it's just like kind of very relatable to look back and think about this process of the decisions you had to make. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, luckily there wasn't a lot of drama with planning my wedding, mm-hmm. but I just know from other people that like people deal with a lot of drama that just sounds very unfortunate that they have to deal with it when it comes to their wedding day. (laughs) So yeah, I just kind of felt like it was kind of like a good, um, I don't know, like you can just kind of relate to it um, if you've gone through that process. Uh, But then it's also like you can kind of even use this for other uh, aspects. Like, Like if you were planning like a anniversary party or thinking about renewing your vows or something, I could see like that just being like really helpful to just kind of make exactly. you think differently about what ideas are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and so what, what exactly do you uh, think Elope Your Life means?
1: So I was really talking with a couple of people about how much growth and like self-growth and self-empowerment and self-discovery happens during the elopement process, whether it's facing family and saying, no, this is what I actually want to do, or really taking a good hard look at your relationship and, and, you know, discovering or rediscovering things you love to do together or things you want to try or places you want to go and see. And all of that stuff, you know, you really, there's a lot of growth that happens in the elopement, process and that season of life and you know it got me to thinking why why if we have all this confidence and this individuality built up and we are stoked we are pumped on this elopement why not use that in other aspects of your life and so elope your life is you know you can elope your wedding um but you can also choose to elope your life and by that it means Using that using that discovery and that growth and doing things like maybe saying no to a commitment that you feel obligated to, but it's mentally or emotionally draining or standing up for yourself and what you believe in or trying new things, you know, going outside of your comfort zone and, um, you know, uh, doing public speaking or changing your career or doing something as seemingly simple as being brave enough to take yourself out on a solo date that you and you've never done that before so eloping your life is just really using that discovery and that confidence and that pure deep-rooted knowledge that you are so unique that you can't compare yourself to anyone else and and applying that to the rest of your life to live it in a much happier and fulfilled and enriching way yeah uh
0: yeah I just I really love the concept of elope your life just because it is like this is your life and it should be unique to you and it shouldn't matter what other people are doing or think about it. Like, it's really what you want. And like, yeah, standing up for yourself and just kind of getting out of your comfort zone and growing. Like That's just so awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so do you find that um, a lot of the people that you work with, like, do they, like, are they already pretty, like, Self empowered, like we're eloping and it's gonna be great, or are they more like tiptoeing around the idea and are like, please help me, (laughs) like how (laughs) do I make this happen?
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. Um, So it's really a mixture. I have um, I have people that come to me that. Can uh, you know, we recap about this when I deliver their images? Because I don't just send them an email. We get back on Zoom and we talk, and you know, we go over things and we recap and catch up and all that stuff. And yeah. we talk about what elope your life means to them. And you know, some, for some, it's reiterated the fact that they are unique and beautiful, and they have an amazing amount of things to offer the world and themselves and and their partner and everything. Um, so uh, for some, it's re reestablished and reiterated that fact. Um, But for others, you know, they might have needed my my backup, my (laughs) empowerment, Um, and I. That's why I'm always there for them via phone or text or email or smoke signal or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there have been people who haven't been as confident in that, um, but have really blossomed and transformed, Um, and then there and you know have continued to live that way, just you know, in small everyday things. Mm -hmm. And then there have been people who have said. Man, I love this concept. I didn't realize how much I needed it um, and we've gone through the process we've we've really brainstormed what what is going to excite them for their day and then afterwards, I've had people um, be so empowered that they, um, I have one woman uh, who eloped and she's scared of public speaking, which I feel like a lot of us can relate to. Yeah. And she, um, she's a pharmacist and she actually signed up to speak at a pharmacy convention uh, oh, and wow. share her knowledge. And I think that I, I just like, I'm a mama over here, just so proud. And I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's another woman who wasn't really happy in her job. And two months after um, we talked about it and I delivered their gallery, she texted me and said, Sam, I'm starting classes. In the field that I wanna that I wanna go into, Um, you know, online classes and and all that stuff. So she was making an actual change in a career that would make her happier. I've had couples who want to get hair extensions and they've always wanted to, but they're like, "Uh, I I don't want to be seen as vain or conceited or or anything. And um, you know, they're like, you know what? No, I want to feel pretty about myself, and this is what I want to do, and I want to do it for me. And so they went out and you know made made that goal to do it, and so it's, it really, really spans the spectrum of who comes to me. And I'm just, uh, I'm just such a mama bear, proud of them all.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that's so amazing that, you know, like just by walking them through this process of eloping and being there for them, that it's really changed their whole life and had such a big impact on, you know, making them feel confident to uh, do these other things. Like, that's really exciting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm like, so proud of them. I always want to like, I can't, I can't convey enough how proud I am of people who decide to elope and then pursue other amazing things in their life. I just, uh, if you are listening, I, and you are one of my couples, I am just overflowing with pride to the point sometimes that I get a little teary eyed about it. Aww, I love (laughs) it.
0: And so, I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, they're hesitant about eloping because of, you know, their families and like what they will think and stuff. Have you um, – like, how do you usually – I guess, like, what do you come across when families um, – like, what do people actually think about eloping, and do you see any, like, ripple effects from – like, do the families kind of change their mind once they see the couple elope, or – Right,
1: yeah, so this is really interesting. Um, I did a survey, an anonymous survey, of anyone who wanted to submit responses, uh, and I found over 90% of people don't view eloping objectively. They don't view eloping as a negative thing or anything like that. Um, Oh, wow. I think that's really surprising. Um, And the people, I have had people come to me where, you know, mid-planning, mid, mid planning, they're like, I think we need to make the guest list 40 or 50 people. Um, you know, I'm, I, I don't know what to do. Um, you know, and sometimes we just need to have a call. And it takes me as a third person to go, okay, throw out everything that people have said they want from you. And what do you want out of the day? Because, it, it, <laughs> and I ruffle feathers with this because... <laughs> we have these people who I call Aunt Carol, um, and yeah. I, I, ha- I had an Aunt Carol at my wedding, um, and she's kind of like a Karen, uh, mm-hmm. before Karen was a thing, so um, these Aunt Carols feel like they are entitled to come to your wedding, they feel like they should tell you what a wedding should look like, and I, there, there are Aunt Carols that show up and are upset about about what your choices are for an elopement, and it's I go back to a Dr. Seuss quote, those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. And it really is true for the vast majority of people. Mm -hmm. Sure, people really close to you might be a little bummed out, but ultimately, they're going to respect your decision. Um, And when someone's mad at you for, (laughs) for not doing something they think you should do on your day because it will make them happy. That's not a reflection of you or your selfish choices. That's a reflection of them and their entitlement. Right. And I think that's really important that people forget because it's easy to be, you know, cowed by by people you care about. Um, sure. And I I get those people and I work through it with my couples. And you know, there's afterward most everyone except for maybe the one occasional family member, most everyone, if they were bummed before, they see the images, they see the genuine emotion, they see the happiness in the couple's faces, they see these adventures that they get to go on, and they go, okay, I kind of get it now, <laughs> um, and if if anything, they're a little jealous. Yeah, uh, you know, I've had I've had couples that have eloped to Hawaii and done a horseback ride, um, in their wedding attire. I went to Alaska and got my COVID test and everything with my couple, and we visited a glacier, a reindeer farm, an old abandoned mine, and we hiked up a mountain. And they said, "There, oh, wow. I do <laughs> at sunset." And so there are so many adventures that you can do on your day. and so the the family and friends afterward go okay, this is awesome. And I, yeah, I'm really happy for you.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. And it's, I love that you did that survey um, to just kind of show like people really are in support of like what you want to do and like what your decision is. But it's funny how we just assume that like, everyone's going to like hate us if we don't do what they want or what's typical. But when people are like, actually like,
1: no, like it's what you want to do, go for it. (laughs) Right. And, you know, the, the thing about that is not everyone has like a nefarious, uh, a nefarious sinister meaning behind any of their suggestions, but because right. it's such a societal norm and an expectation to have a wedding a certain way that family members will assume that's the kind of wedding you want before even asking. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it just takes you going, yeah, that seems cool, but I think this is really more our style. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I hadn't really thought about that before of like how people do just kind of assume what kind of wedding you're going to have and what you want. But if you do kind of take that time to explain to them like what you're doing and why, then like maybe they'll accept it a little bit quicker than just trying to like keep like cramming suggestions down your throat or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um,
0: so what message do you want to leave people with right now?
1: I I think I think I just want everyone to know that you there's so much pressure to keep up with the proverbial Joneses, uh, <laughs> and it happens with weddings. And I just so desperately want people to know that you have so much of uh, uniqueness to offer the world and yourself and your relationship that there and you are such a unique person with your own unique experiences and likes and dislikes and tastes and skills and and upbringing and beliefs and values that you can't compare your wedding or your life to anybody else's it's not it's not even fair because you're not even on the same starting line when you're you know competing so it's not even a fair right. comparison and so just throw out the rule book throw out the the traditions and the norms and choose a day and you know ultimately a life that is reflective of you and your values and the way you want to live um and you know i just i desperately want to like gently shake people and go don't you know how amazing you are (laughs) Um, don't, don't worry about anybody else um because once that comparison goes away you will start to realize how awesome of a person you are like how really awesome of a person you are and what Um, you know, what skills and amazing things you have to offer. And it just snowballs from there. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. I love how, I mean, you are a photographer, but you are really like a life coach and just like speaking (laughs) such goodness into people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I just want everyone to be happy, man. I want to, I want to be there for everybody.
0: Yeah. Me too. Me too. (laughs) And what, what impact do you want your book to have?
1: You know, if, if, if nothing else, if it only changes a couple of people's perspectives and and weddings or elopements, you know, I'll, I'll have considered it worth it. Um, Obviously I want to help as many people as possible, but um, whether it is an Aunt Carol who maybe has a change of heart or someone who really hasn't been able to have the strength to stand up to friends and family and their, you know, sometimes overbearing opinions. I, if it helps even just a couple of people or gets a couple of people to change their perception, then it's, then it's totally worth it for me. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: And where can people um, buy your book and find and connect with you?
1: Yeah, so if you are interested in learning more about the book, you can go to elopeyourlife.com. There's links to where it's available on there, but it's also, it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Powell's, pretty much anywhere online that books are sold. It's also available in ebook format as well. Um, And if you're interested in photography and eloping your own life through eloping, um, you can go to elopeyourlife.com and find me through there, but you can also go to samstarns.com and um, reach out. And uh I'll be here with any questions.
0: Okay. Awesome. And then I just thought of like a fun random question that I'm curious about now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Love what is
0: what has been like one of your favorite adventures that you've been able to be a part of?
1: Oh man, that's that's hard because like I'm not a favorites person and they're all amazing in their own way. Yeah. But um you know, horseback riding on Kauai was great. Um, the Alaska adventure that I mentioned was awesome. Um, I just got back from the Alvor Desert in Oregon, oh. and it is, like, a big flat playa, kind of like the Bonneville Salt Flats outside of Salt Lake City, um, and we camped out on the playa in our trailers together, <laughs> and they had a beautiful, um, beautiful sunset ceremony out on the white playa, and they had a fire, and they had, like, a little tent set up, like a, like, with chiffon sheets, um curtains and everything. It was absolutely stunning. So um yeah. anything, anything that strays from the normal path is like one of my favorites. So pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. I love it. Like that's just so cool that you get to experience these different things um with people that are, you know, having like the best moments of their life. Um I know. yeah. So it's kind of, I mean, uh, just thinking about like how you kind of got on this path like did, did you were you into like traveling before like this on this scale or did it just uh, kind of, yeah yeah
1: yeah um it's uh I originally went to school for international affairs with a focus in peace and conflict studies so I've studied abroad I speak fluent French um probably a little bit less fluent now because <laughs> it's been a while but um you know, I, I love, love traveling and experiencing new cultures and things and kind of going outside my comfort zone, because I believe when you're outside your comfort zone, even though it might not feel like it at the time, you look back and a lot of times you're grateful for that because that's where a lot of growth happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, um, it just is a really nice bonus that, um, I get to also travel for my job because I, I love it. Um, being in an airport is exciting for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad that you're able to do that, and I'm glad that you have written this book and put everything out there to just like really empower people, um, so that they can you know start living the lives that they want to, starting with like getting married. And I mean, that's getting married and planning a wedding is a huge thing, and I just think it's so great to look at it from the perspective of like when you start there, it you know, it's like a ripple effect to empower you to like make other decisions in your life that are what you truly want.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sam. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Ariel. It's been a blast.
0: Speaking with Sam was so inspiring. She is way more than just a photographer and I love how she is empowering people to have the wedding they actually want and start living the life they want. And if you've ever thought about eloping, I hope you consider it and check out Sam's book and her resources. And I'm curious to hear if your thoughts on eloping has changed or what you got out of this conversation. Please reach out to me on Instagram or send me an email. My links are in the show notes, and I hope to hear from you. Thank you for listening to the BU Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and write me a review. I would love to hear from you. And you can find me on Instagram at beautifulchick or on my website, beautifulchick.com. Remember, be you, be beautiful.